Hey, y'all, and welcome back to the Rabbit Hole Show, episode 58. Um, I'm here with my good friend, Robert Moore III. Um, and as always, everyone's got a story. Uh, we all have struggles, but the good news is we're not alone. And before um, I kick it over to my buddy to share his story, I want to um, just promote his podcast. I was on it, I think, what? Thanksgiving, uh, yeah, November Thanksgiving, time, yeah. <laughs> um, God's glory and men's real stories. So go check that out and he'll talk more about that and, um, how God led him to start that podcast. But, uh, thanks for, you know, taking time to come on the show and just, yeah. uh, your vulnerability. I, hey, it's an honor, man. I, I appreciate you inviting me on here. Um, and, and it's, it's, it's wild how me and you even met, you know, I still laugh <laughs> about how, I was introduced to you twice. Like I was, somebody told me, they was like, yeah, you got to connect with this guy, Charles. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, okay, definitely. Then I was talking to somebody else and I was telling them my story and they were like, there's a guy in Charlotte named Chad. And I was like, Charles, height? And they were like, <laughs> yes. And I'm like, yes, this is the second introduction. <laughs> I was like, so clearly God had a plan for me to connect mm -hmm. with him. We were supposed to come together yep. and like tell our stories on each other's podcast. Yeah. So here I am. Yeah, and because you're from Charlotte, just like me. Yeah. Um, Victory Christian, and I went to Covenant Day. And right. We, I played your school same when I was circles. there, basketball, same circles. Yeah. And, um, I hung out in your the neighborhood you grew up in. You did. Um, you, you did. Know, I wasn't hanging out <laughs> on the right street corners, per se. But, um, yeah. That's <laughs> it, it, very interesting how yeah. we realized that we were both in, like, the same neighborhoods. And yeah. it was like, okay, what, what were you doing in that neighborhood, man? I, that's... <laughs> You know, yeah. honestly, we didn't even want to be in the neighborhood. So <laughs> what were you doing there? But yeah. no, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, um, and, and then just, um, you know, I had a guest on who um, works where you do. And because I got uh, to know or met him at the Barn Brothers that I go to on Tuesday nights. Um, so any guy that wants to come out to the Barn Brothers, just reach out to me or look up on the their website. But met him there. Um shared my story and didn't really even know who he was until he started sharing at the bar and I said oh I've seen your movie or the movie about right, you right and, right and um that was one of the guys who said you need to meet Charles and he was on your podcast as right. well and uh so a lot of just big shout God out to Mark Whitaker yeah Mark Whitaker if you listen uh we're together now yeah <laughs> doing podcasts online and I've been on his but you made this happen Mark we appreciate you <laughs> yep um <laughs> but yeah so I mean nothing's a coincidence you know god's ordained everything and um it was an honor to be on your show and you know i wanted to have you on my show and uh, allow you to share your story and just for us to continue that conversation and see you know where it goes yeah no well, i appreciate it and, and 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 let me go ahead and say this this is my first time ever being invited on somebody's podcast and actually making it here so i appreciate you <laughs> inviting me here it's an honor i'm i'm excited because normally it's me sitting in the in the chair where i'm just kind of setting it up and just teeing it off for the, the person to just go at it and, and just have that conversation. So this is different, um, yeah. I, but I appreciate the invite. Yeah, no, it's, it's awesome to have you because I was a guest on yours and that was my first time as a guest on a podcast. Okay. Um, and I've awesome. been on one other since who um, Christy Buttles was a guest on mine and she started a podcast. Um, I think it's called real deep stuff. Um, okay. But yeah, so it's, 
it's always neat to be on the other side yeah, of the recording no, it is, and it is, just it is have to show up and just share your story and talk. Right, right, right. Now, <laughs> when if I if I stop and I stare at you, it's because I forgot that I'm supposed to be talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But awesome, awesome. Yeah. So what are we going to get started at today? Yeah, so, um, you know, with all the guests, I allow them, it's, you know, I say it's their episode, um, and just see where the Lord takes it and kind of where the guests um, kind of, you know, their direction and allow them to share their story, because as I said, and kind of the mission of my podcast is everyone's got a story. No story is too big, too small. Everyone's got a story. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone's got struggles. A lot of people have similar struggles, you know, others have different struggles and a lot of us think we're alone in our struggles and within our story, but you know, that's BS. Uh, you're not alone. Um, but you feel alone cause you're isolating and you are like, if someone hears or knows my deepest secrets, my struggles, what are they going to think of me? No one else is going through this, but that's a lie. Right. Um, and so just the, you know, purpose of this podcast over time it's evolved and has become to having guests on to share their stories so that someone listening might be able to relate and um hear just you know your average joe um and uh, their stories struggles so they can be like wow i'm not alone um right. so the more guests i have on the more stories and struggles you know have accumulated and so for the listeners can just step into someone else's shoes and hear their story and struggles and just know that they're not alone. Right. Right. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. No, I, well, I, I, I totally understand that. And you're right. I mean, as I, as I would normally say, it's like the me too movement. As you begin to tell your story, people start to realize how much they're they're Okay. So wait, you're, you're going through that as well. And it gives almost like a comfort to people to realize that they're not by themselves even though I may not know you, I feel like I know you now. Like we have a lot in common. And so now the question is, okay, what are you doing to get through what you're going through? Or right. what have you done to get through what you've gone through? You know, because I feel like I'm sinking in my story right now and I don't know how to get out. And not to say everybody's, um, uh, their, which direction they may have taken to get through it. Sometimes it's inspiring just to realize that somebody made it through that or is mm-hmm. making it through it or is, or even if you're currently in it, you know, you're, you're not giving up. You found hope in something, something has inspired you. And so, you know, I, it's beautiful when you can inspire others to say, okay, you know what? We're not going to quit right now. Correct. And even though we're both, even though we both may have something in common when it comes to what we're going through, we're going to, we're, we're going to see our way through this. And, and, and for those who may be listening and, and may need, um, inspiration from like, but, but what's your, you know, cause everybody has their own thing of, you know, what direction they may take. Um, I'm, I'm not opposed to like meds when it comes to people who may need to, you know, seek, um, um, medical attention when mm-hmm. it comes to like finding the, the, the correct meds to, to balance out things. Um, there's others who may need to take the holistic approaches of, of like different wellness tools and stuff like that. But I definitely feel like sitting and waiting for time to fix things. Sometimes mm-hmm. it, it, it doesn't always work in people's favor that way. Um, just, just hoping that time will, will cure it or heal it. 
um, or, 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 or allow you to just kind of like manage it because I think I it, lost a lot of, lot of time hoping that time would just fix it or mm-hmm. just go away. Or just sleeping to pass time. You know, that's something I yeah, even did, yeah. you know, like, oh, well, I'll just take a nap or I'll go to bed at five in the afternoon and just sleep through the night. So when I wake up, it's kind of like a uh, time traveling, you know, right, right. that problem's still there that whatever you're going through is still there. Right. But it's just into the future when you wake up. No, true. Um, and, and the biggest thing is with that, I think a lot of times it's that sometimes when you're carrying so much and it, and it's so heavy on you, you're worn out. So you're, you're exhausted. Uh, you know, a lot of people, I, I, I don't know how much they put emphasis on how exhausting it can be sometimes carrying the weight of, of different things that we're dealing with. And, and, and when you're having to work a job and go in and smile every day, and act like everything is okay. It's exhausting putting on a front for people only mm-hmm. to get home and just be like, I'm done. I can't do anything else. I used yeah. all the energy I had to make it look like everything was good in my life. And and now that I'm here, I'm ready to go to sleep. Like, like yeah. I'll, I'll hopefully have enough strength to wake up tomorrow to do it all over again. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I definitely empathize with people because I've, I've been there a couple of times in my life where, you know, I didn't even have the strength to get up and, and take a shower. I just, I, you know, I just wanted to lay there all day um, and, and hope that the longer I lay here, maybe things will just subside. and Maybe I, I can find muster up the strength and, and, and maybe I can push through and maybe I can make it through another day. And, and, you know, sometimes people, they lose hope sitting in that isolation. They sit, they lose hope mm-hmm. sitting there you know, just waiting for things just to change around, hoping that they can maybe distract themselves from what's going on um, or distract themselves with different things to, to, to make them take their mind off what the real issues are that are going on that are right there in front of them. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, I've been right there and dealt with that for years. And, um, you know, time can change things, but just being isolated and ignoring what's going on doesn't. You need to... I mean, but it's hard to figure out and take those next steps when you're depressed and all that weight is on your shoulders, you know? Um, well, would you say that, think about it, a lot of times, some people don't know what steps to take next. And that's like, what like I'm saying. You can't, because yeah. you have all that weight on your shoulders and you can barely even move an inch. Right. You know, and right. yeah, it's like, how do you take those next steps? And uh, you're faking it, as you said, at work, um, not you, but in, you know, for those who are in, in my past, I have um, and to come home and what do I do? You know, right. nothing's getting better. Right. It's hard, you know, and that's where I've found and it's hard to do. It took a lot of things, events happening in my life for me to get to that point where I felt comfortable enough to share what was going on. Um, and, you know, that's why I like having guests on men, women, you know, I've even had some teenagers on to share their story because everyone's got something, you know, um, no stories alike, but a lot of stories are very similar. Right. And if someone happens to come across this podcast or, uh, knows somebody, you know, and here's a story, they might be able to know those next steps to take because of a guest that was vulnerable with their story and how they got to where they are. Right. Maybe that can work for me, or at least it's an idea, a light bulb going off a seed planted for that individual to not go to sleep and just waste time and 
hoping that something will change overnight because it doesn't. Right. My story didn't didn't I didn't get to where I was overnight. You didn't get to where you are overnight. Right. It it doesn't happen that way. Right. But like you said, how do you take those next steps? Right. Right. Um, well, then I, I, I would say the next steps sometimes start with something as simple for me as an inspiring quote. That's that that was one of the things that I was recently talking about, how um, my sister in law uh, gave me a quote that that truly inspired me. And, and, and it was it was so deep where it, it it almost picked me up and made me realize that, yes, yes, I have gotten there. And that quote was. When the pain of staying the same is worse than the pain of change, that's when change begins to happen. And yes, in my story, the pain of staying the same had gotten overwhelming to the point where I truly had gotten to a point where I hated who I was. And that pain was something strong. And and I tell people hate is a strong word, but mm-hmm. when you normally hate something or hate hate someone you 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 don't want to be around them you don't want to see them you 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 could probably go the rest of your life and never deal with them again mm-hmm. so imagine when that person is you like like what what do you do with you when you don't want to see you when you don't want to look you in the mirror anymore when you don't want to tackle the things you've done at that point you normally get to a point where you're like i'm ready to do away with me Mm-hmm. And and that's where I got. I was ready to do away with me. I, I didn't want to walk this earth anymore. And what I didn't realize in 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 my own ideations of 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 wanting to leave this earth was that I was either way, I was going to have to die to myself mm-hmm. either way. Um, But but God had a plan where he wanted to use me, just not the me that I had been. And he he allowed me to see through all the darkness I was in to realize that he still had a plan for me. But more importantly, he didn't see me the way I saw myself. And that was, that was just, that was mind blowing because a lot of times, you know, it to fathom the idea that God sees you in a light that you may not be able to see yourself due to your own unforgiveness for yourself. Like like people always talk about how, you know, forgiving others, forgiving others. But a lot of times it's hard. It's harder to forgive yourself, even if you can forgive others. And so in that lack of forgiveness for yourself, what you do is you hold on to all the pain and the hurt um, that you've experienced, that you've 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 in turn maybe given out due to your own hurt. And and you remind yourself or you are reminded of of who you are often. And even if you're not reminding yourself of, of who you are, you know, there are others out here who will remind you if you don't, and, and they'll remind you of the things you've done and the hurt you've caused Mm -hmm. and different things just to to send you back into that loop of, yeah, you're right. I don't deserve that. I don't deserve this. I don't deserve to live. And, and it, the truth is, is all of it is a lie. It's a lie to keep you stuck in a space of just, I don't deserve this. I don't deserve, you know, I'm not worthy of this. I don't deserve to live. I don't deserve good things. I don't deserve. And so you'll just run into that loop of I don't deserve instead Mm -hmm. of realizing that when when you're forgiven, it's almost like how dare you not forgive yourself for the things that God has forgiven you for? And then how dare you not see yourself the way he's describing you to you Mm -hmm. as you who you are? 
And so, yeah, I, I, I had to I truly had to see myself the way he saw me. But I understood why I had to die to myself mm-hmm. and why I couldn't continue on as as, as the as the figure or the, or the avatar that I had built up of myself. Um, so I, I, I one way or another, I had to die to him. And I, and, and I, I did have to let go and pivot from who I had been to who God called me to be. But that meant, you know, letting go of my own plans, letting mm-hmm. go of my own uh, 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 ideas or, or or my vision board, as I sometimes tell people, of what I envisioned life was to be like. Because the truth was, is my vision board, no matter how looked good it looked on the outside, on the inside, it just was a bunch of hurt. It was mm-hmm. a bunch of unfulfillment. I, I I thought that all of this would 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 create a a sense of like ah I've made it. And at the end of all of that, it was just like all right, like that was short lived. Like like is that it? Okay, wow. Like I I felt like every story that I've ever seen ended with like a a perfect sunset and just like pure happiness. <laughs> and it was like like a Hallmark movie. Yeah, <laughs> but it was literally like just like. <laughs> and that's it, folks. And it was like, yeah. okay, like, no, no, maybe I did something wrong. Maybe let me shuffle this around. And and no, what I end up doing is I continue to just sabotage different parts of my life from being a father to being a husband to 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 just so many different areas of things that that God had blessed me with that I didn't see the value in mm-hmm. at that point in my life. And so, you know, um, I did. I caused a lot of havoc in in my life in a lot of different areas, and I hit it all. You know, people didn't even know what was going on. Oh man, I didn't oh. even know you were like. Wait a minute, what what happened? Like, yeah. okay, like when did this all happen? How did everything fall apart? And the truth is, is it was falling apart all along. I just hid it from you all really well. Mm-hmm. I, honestly, I hid it from myself because if I didn't see it, if I didn't realize it, if I lied to myself and told me that no, everything's good, you got this under control then I could continue on with it. And, you know, a lot of people say, well, if you know better, you do better. No, but sometimes you you can't know better because if you know better, then it will make you have to turn around from what you're doing. So I choose to not know better. I Correct. choose to not like, like if I know, then I'll have to, I'll be conflicted to, to turn. And so, you know, a lot of times it was convincing myself of what my story was and convincing myself that it was okay. Um, and, and, when, you know, honestly, it was just a lot of hurt. It was a lot of pain. And it was it was in turn causing a lot of hurt to the people I love. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that that's but but to like really dig deep into there, you know, because I know I'm, I'm talking almost like surface <laughs> level for a lot of people like, yeah. wait, what happened? OK, so um, so I would say a lot of my story started <laughs> well before I realized my story started and it started as, as a child, you know, um, um, Which most of, stories do. Yeah. Yeah. They really do. They really do. Because your, your, your initial wounds in life, when you start to take on like, like hurt and wounds, normally it happens at a young age when you're not generational, able to... it can be passed down as well. True. Very true. Very true. Very That's true. another thing that a lot of people don't realize or, yeah, just don't realize, haven't been told that or, you know, just think, oh, I did this to myself or whatever. Right, right. Why am I like this? Correct. Who, you know, where did this come from? Why, why do I always go to this? Why is it that this? And, and a lot of times your answers are right, right there with your parents. They're right there maybe with your grandparents. Um, the thing is, is that there's a level of shame and guilt that won't allow the generation before yours to kind of 
say, you know what? Uh, you're not tripping. That's 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 not new that's under the sun. Me. That that's one I struggle with. That's one I still struggle with. Mm-hmm. But due to my own guilt and shame, I, I can't. I, I, I haven't been able to find a way to tell you about that. And so I've watched you go through your struggle, but but I'm still struggling with it, too. So I can't give you advice on something that I'm still struggling with, too. And so I, I'm coping with it by doing this. And, uh, you know, that's it's not going to be any better for you if you cope with it by doing this as well, because my coping mechanism is unhealthy. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, honestly, I don't want to share my unhealthy coping mechanism Correct. with you. And 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 but the truth is, is. Think about it. You're, the motto of your show is, you know, everybody has a story and in our stories, understand that you're not alone. But imagine how much you could feel a presence of somebody letting you know you're not alone outside, like right in your own home with your parents. Mm-hmm. Imagine your parents letting you know, hey, look, you're not alone in this. I've dealt with that. I'm still dealing with that. I don't want you to feel like you're crazy. I don't want you to feel like like you're tripping, like like. What you're going through, it's real. Mm-hmm. And and as your father, I'm 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 going through that as well. And I'm trying my best. I'm doing my best. But as a father, I feel like a failure now looking at you struggle with the same thing. But so so either I'm not gonna say anything because of my shame, or I'm gonna share it with you and then we both walk alongside each other, maybe as accountability partners. Yeah, accountability yeah, like because, you said. You know, a lot of times people think the only option is therapy. And as I as I grow in this whole, you know, uh, space of being a mental health advocate, I would say that therapy is not the 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 only answer for everybody, because no. therapy can look like so many different things. Like you said, you go to the Barn Brothers. Mm-hmm. That's that's therapy. That's therapeutic. That 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 gives you a space to where you can be heard and seen. There's so many different things. But a lot of times you're not going to find that space everywhere with everybody. Correct. You got to find it for yourself. Yeah. Like, and figure out what's best for you. Like a guest that we had on, um, a long time ago, um, Brianna, I think episode 32, like she loves getting out hiking, you know, and, um, if she's not able to get out and go hiking due to like an injury or something, it kind of affects her. Right. And, you know, um, she mentions that that a lot and but that's another way of being you know therapeutic just getting out being in nature well, well you know what okay so and recently man I, almost, I i haven't i hadn't made the video yet on this but i i have to say this man because if i don't it's gonna burn me up <laughs> say there's it. <laughs> a, there's a big difference between therapy and therapeutic yes yes right? that and is there's true. so many people out here that are putting mm-hmm. therapy tags on things that are therapeutic Yep. Um, so, 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 and, and I'm not trying to crash anybody's party, you know, for all the people who are like, well, I'm going to go do some retail therapy or a spa day or, spa, well, yeah, yeah. And call it therapy like that. And look, I'm not saying that it's not therapy, but what it actually is, is it's therapeutic. Correct. So it's, it's, it's creating a space for you to relax and to step away from everything you, you, you the, what you're carrying is still there. You just put the bag mm-hmm. down. Um, Therapy, therapy is not until you start to unpack. Therapeutic and allows you to. Y- yes. So that is that is therapy. Correct. Therapeutic is 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 doing things to allow yourself to whether it be distract or cope with the stuff that you've been carrying. that's just gotten so heavy that I just need something. I need I need to just for a second, put this stuff down. Mm-hmm. I need to I need to step away from it. I need to breathe. I need to. And, and that stuff's all great, whether it be shopping, whether it be hiking, whether it be uh, uh, whatever you choose that that creates a space of, of therapeutic moments where you can just kind of like 
breathe for a while. Yeah, take a break from reality almost. Right. I mean, you're still in reality, but a place where you can just unwind and right. just not worry about anything. Right. But when when you're done with that, though, guess what? Life's you coming. You pick right that back. bag right back mm-hmm. up. You you go right back into life. And the stuff that you, that, that you were dealing with, the stuff that you were carrying, it's still there. You're still carrying it. Yep. And so, you know, you know, I'm all for therapeutic things. I'm all for having a great therapeutic time doing things to 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 ease your mind. But I tell people therapy is where you finally get to the point where you're saying, OK, I need to unpack this stuff. I need to go back and 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 go through a lot of the hurt that I've mm-hmm. been carrying. And, and it starts with looking at the unhealthy patterns you have. It starts with looking at some of the things that you you you've been doing, some of the patterns that have been created, whether it I mean whatever whatever it may be. I don't I don't want to you you fill in the blanks, whatever it may be that you know is unhealthy and understanding not so much okay, well look, I need to stop doing this. I don't I, I don't want to uh use this particular drug anymore. I don't want to run to this to to ease my mind. Um but I want to understand where it came from or what it's mm-hmm. attached to. Like, why am I using that drug? Why am I using that to numb whatever from life? Right. Because a lot of people are like, well, I'm just going to stop. I'm going to, I'm going to stop smoking. And it's like, yeah, no, no, no. And, that, and, that, and that's cool. But you're going to have to replace smoking with something because what smoking is attached to, which may be what, way back in your childhood, you got to replace it. It's, it's got to be replaced with something. Unless so, you want to work through it. And yeah, well, you get to, well, well you, you have, you, you don't have to. Okay, so let me not say yeah, you yeah, have I mean, because I'm not going to front like it's not hard. I'm not going to front <laughs> like it's not things that you don't want to go back and have to sit with. It there are a lot of things that suck. You know, going back through people's people going back through their own closets, it's it's not a a joyous time. It's not something that's fun. It's not something that you look forward to like, "Oh yeah, this Friday, I'm not going to go out and I'm just going to spend time like digging up all my old skeletons." Like, no nobody Nobody looks forward to wanting to do it. No, nope. it's just that when when you start on that path of healing by dealing with what you've been carrying, it's starting. It will start to immediately create a space of of freedom. Yep. And and even if it's one thing, tackling one thing, looking back at one thing that that you have been carrying, whether it be resentment, whether it be a hurt that happened between you and your parents or your siblings or a close friend dealing with it instead of like holding on to the hurt and the resentment and how they made you feel and everything. It's in doing that work that you realize, wow, I flipped over this stone. I'm I, I sat there and I I I I literally looked it in the face. I I experienced all the emotions that initially gave me. And then at that point, in my case, I remind I, I, I take that after truly feeling the hurt that it came along with. And I hand it over to God and I let him know I'm tired of carrying this. Mm-hmm. I've carried it long enough. And I let him know that I'm, I'm I'm giving it to him not to take it back from him later. Not so that I can have like memories. I want to go back through memory, you know, a memory walk again with that guy. No, no, no. That's that's all yours. I, I don't want to take that's that back. That pain. You don't want to go through it again, but you need to go through it to get to that healing and that freeing place that you're talking about yeah. and that we've both, you know, been on a journey of working through and getting there. And like you said, it's not easy. It's painful. It's hard. Right. A lot of people don't ever do it because of how hard it is. But once you get through it, it's freeing. Well, it takes a lot of weight off your shoulders to where you can 
live your well, life. Well, you know what? Honestly, that's another myth I want to kill off. You're you're never you're never you're never done. Yeah, you are never done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're ne- like, like something some else people are like, gonna... oh, I reached the destination of healing. No, yeah, you uh, as long one... as you're around humans, as long as you're around life in life, there are gonna be things that are gonna come up that are gonna just try to take you out. They're gonna Correct. try to try to agitate things. It's like being on a boat and all of a sudden, you know, somebody fly past you in a speedboat and all of a sudden now your life was so calm and now all of a sudden your boat is just rocking and it's like mm-hmm. where'd that come from? Yep. And it's like, yeah, that that's how life does you. And even though you may have dealt with certain things and healed from certain things, life's gonna throw you other things. Correct. But but at least it won't your bag won't be so heavy. Correct. It's not a fifty pound bag. It might be, you know, adding five pounds and instead of it accumulating to right. get a hundred pounds. And right. So, right. yeah, I mean, it's freeing from what you've gone through, but as you said, and as we know life happens, it does and life. It wouldn't be life if shit didn't happen. You know, there you go. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. There you go. That's something I've even mentioned a bunch on the podcast and previous episodes, maybe every episode, <laughs> um, just because, the addiction and a lot of my past I've worked through and I don't deal with that now doesn't mean I don't struggle today. Oh yeah. I have different struggles, but they're different from what it was when I was, you know, in my, uh, addiction and, um, depression, you know, suicidal thoughts. It's just different struggles today. And our flesh doesn't change. Our flesh still craves and will still like kind of like try to be like, hey, look, I ain't seen you in a while. Like, what's up? You want to come over here Mm -hmm. and do this? Or, hey, look, you know, it's been a while since you've done this. Like, what's up? And the devil makes it look pretty sexy, too, because he entices you. It's very tempting because don't get me wrong. It's still something that you 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 crave, something that your body craves. But that doesn't mean like that's that's the beauty of learning self-control. And that's Mm -hmm. that's the season I'm in in my life of self-control, realizing that 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 we are all in control of it. But but when you give the control over to what what your whatever your thing is, then then that's where we feel like we failed. And that's where we fall back into that hole. And it's like, ah, I'm back here again. It's like, well, I I'd, knew I should. I couldn't have. I, you know, I just I'm just not strong enough. And mm-hmm. it's like, no, no, you're strong enough. And don't get me wrong. We all fall. We no Nobody's perfect. We were born into you know, fall. We, well, we were, yeah, we were definitely all born into this <laughs> sin. We were born into to to seeking after what what our flesh wants, seeking after what what we believe is just going to provide so much pleasure, even if it's just momentary pleasure. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and and so yeah, we we all we all fall short, and 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 we were, you know, that was we were born into sin, so it it it's going to happen. You know, we're we're not supposed to be perfect. We're not, you know, I I, I don't even. I took that that word perfect or perfection out of my household because, see, when you strive for perfection instead of progress, then you're right chasing after something that's not obtainable. But as long as you're progressing every day, you're progressing towards what you want, because because if you know, I would have never. I, it's crazy how I look back and I, if you had told me, oh, well, you know, yeah, you're going to go. You're going to you're going to make it a whole year and change without ever looking at pornography again. I'd have been like, I don't know. Let's. You know, let's maybe like go for a week and like let's let's <laughs> yeah. let's regroup then. But but I look back on that now and I'm like, I have gone a year and some change without even having even have and don't get me wrong, I still have the desires every once in a while. 
and, and it's it's funny how they just come out of nowhere like mm-hmm. yeah no you're by yourself like what's up in that laptop nope, no there. one will know and it's like yeah oh yeah of course always you know like who's gonna know and you got you got but, a clear history button no one will you know but well I, i'm not even worried about that's that what I'm saying, I, I, like, I guess you can go through all yeah. the thought process of oh, like yeah. Oh, yeah i mean don't worry i mean you can clear it off but you know the truth is is that I feel conflicted every time because Mm -hmm. I realize that, you know, it's not about who's going to know because nobody, even if they did know, you know, we all have our things and I, and, 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 and it's not for you to try to judge me for what I'm dealing with, but I feel like I've let my father down when I run back to things that he's helped me through Mm -hmm. instead of going to him when I'm feeling those urges and those cravings. Um, or going to an ap- accountability partner, calling somebody up, hitting somebody. You know, I was hearing some guys talk about how, like, sometimes when they have cravings, they may hit their homeboy up and just say, hey, look, bro, what you doing? Um, Yeah, I'm sitting over here, man, having a crazy urge, bro. I just, you know, I figured I'd talk to you. And it's like, there you go. There you go. And maybe may, maybe he, he, he wrestles with the same thing. And so now you can both say, well, yeah, bro, hey, look, no worries, man. Look, what, what, uh, what's been going on at work? We can, you, can talk, you can talk to him and he can just walk you out of that craving by just kind of distracting you from, mm-hmm. from that moment of like, oh, yeah, I felt the urge to go there. Yo, bro, I appreciate you being there for me. Um, or I appreciate you being friend. there for me, sis. Yes, yes. That's, that's, that's an accountability yeah, partner. That's somebody a, that knows your struggles. Because at the barn, we call, you know, foxhole brothers. Like, who are you going to call at 3 a.m.? You know, not mm-hmm. everyone's going to pick up that phone at 3 a.m. And um, but who can you call on? Right. You know, that's, you know, your homeboy, your who knows your story and is your yep. accountability partner and not going to judge you one bit. They're going to walk through that with you and right. make sure you don't fall back into your temptations, those urges, you know, because yep. those are going to be there. But they what are. do you but what do you do when you have the urges? No, you know, are. and that's where you call your people. No, and yeah. your people are there for you, but you have to, you know, know your circle, like going back to, um, I can't remember what we, it was something you said and it triggered my, uh, brain. Who are you surrounding yourself with? You know, because you can have those people. Oh, I think you were, uh, talking about, um, I can expound upon. I mean, honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, when it comes to your circle, it's about people saying or reminding you of your past. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, uh, that's why community is huge. And and mm. I and I've as I always mm. say, you can have good community and bad community. And when you were saying that, that was in my mind. I was like, I've had that bad community before, and that's something I've been praying for over a year. Lord, I need good community because I don't want to fall back into my old ways. Um, and thankfully I haven't, and he's been blessing me with good community because you don't need those people around you who are going to remind you of who you were and that darkness inside that, you know, cause you're your own worst enemy most mm-hmm. of the time. And you know, everything that people are telling you about yourself. Mm-hmm. But when you hear that, it's like, now I got other people saying it. So of course what I'm believing is true because they're saying it. So it, you, that's why community is huge. Well, well, I'll, I'll even go as far as saying this for the people who are having a hard time breaking away from that community that's called family, because sometimes that's that's the hardest community to let go because it's like, yeah, but this is family. Like this is all I have, you know. And 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 the thing is, is that 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 is a hard community to break free from. Um, it is a, a community that can sometimes have been there since day one, but has caused the most damage in your life. Has has held you to a standard that you hate holding holding yourself to, 
um, remind you of, 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 of what you've done. And, you know, I, I, I get it. I get it. I mean, like I have personally, I have been pulled away from people I love, um, people that I miss, but I understand also how, when I was around them, I lived a life that, that we all kind of mimicked each other. Mm -hmm. And, and on this journey right now, I know what I can and what I can't take. And sometimes you have to step away from the people you love the most in order to be able to be what God called you to be in the season that he's calling you. Because you spent so much time running from him and what his plan is for you that you're stuck in a space um, pleasing friends, family, uh, that you've lost track of of like what you wanted. You've mm -hmm. lost track of your identity. And, and that's another big one that I speak about when it comes to just your identity and who, what your identity is and what it's not. And, and, and losing my identity, forgetting who I actually am, but knowing who I've been playing for so long. And, and I've been playing this, you know, as I call it, this role, this, this scene, I've been playing this character for so long that like, I've forgotten who I actually was born to be. Mm -hmm. um, um, my character, you know, it's almost like being on a movie set and imagine nobody ever screaming cut. And so you just continue to play a character forever. You forget that you're still in character. And so you play this character so long that it becomes normal and you never get back to like the things you like. What do you, what do you like to do? What is it that you feel drawn to do? What is it that, what talents, what gifts has God given you that, that you recognize, but you're like, yeah, well, you know, maybe that's not in my cards right now. Maybe that's not what I'm, maybe I'm not supposed to do anything with that. I know I have that talent. I know I have this gift, but you know, I, you know, I can put it on a backseat, back burner, whatever. But so you, so you, you almost abandon yourself, your gifts to be what others need you to be, mm -hmm. to be what you feel like life has called you to be. And you lose track of everything. So like I said, you're still playing this role. Nobody ever yells cut. So you're just stuck playing and, and living out this identity that doesn't belong to you. It's not the identity God gave you. And so you're, you're stuck on that constant loop of like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, this is what life is. This is just who I am, right? Yep. How many times has people said, have people said that? This is just who I am. This is, this is, come on, this is what I like. This is just who I am. This is just how I am, you know, and take it or leave it. And and it's, it's, maybe it's not who you are. Correct. Maybe it's, maybe it's, it's, it's who you believe you be, you, you are because of what's become so normal to you. Like you don't remember who you were. You don't mm. remember who you abandoned, you know, when a lot of that starts, like we said, a childhood of, of, of realizing that maybe I'm, my younger self wasn't strong enough to take up for myself. My younger self wasn't strong enough to stand up against that. My younger self, I had to abandon him because, you know, it, he, he just, he just couldn't push through it. And if I, if I continue to be him, I, I don't feel like I can make it. So I, I have to change who I am. I have to change how I love. I have to change how I approach things in, in life. And, and I just have to let that go. And a lot of times, a lot of people's healings are in going back to sit with your, your younger self, your childhood, sit with that, that younger version of you that you abandoned to, to, to create or bring back a sense of of comfort, a sense of I'm sorry I abandoned you, but I'm here now, and and I'm here to work through the pain that you felt, or the hurt that you felt from the people you loved. Um um, but I'm 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 back now, and and and, I, and I'm tired of carrying that or just 
ignoring that hurt. I want I want to focus on that. I want I want to I want to kind of work through that hurt that you've been holding on to that I had to ignore, that I had to push to the back, that I had to stuff down. Problem is, is as life continues to go on, things trigger that. And 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 it creates a space of like more resentment to pack on top of the initial resentment and hurt that you felt. And it just continues to spiral and it creates these patterns as I was talking mm-hmm. about that that show up in your life to help you cope with that. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just not, it's not life. It's not, it's not how anybody wants it's to It's a facade. It, it is. It is. To, it's told. Well, you have to put on that facade Correct. to cover up the hurt. And it eventually becomes your norm. As you said, it, it def, it definitely because does. Because you lose sight of who you are. You do. You do. And that's, I even have talked about that, you know, a bunch in the past, you know, um, when I was, you know, have been dating, um, codependency because I didn't love myself. And when I found someone who loved me, Mm -hmm. I became who I thought they wanted me to be. So therefore I wouldn't lose them, Mm. you know, and Mm -hmm. that's a facade. It's not reality and it's not a true relationship because I wasn't being myself and my identity was in that girl. It wasn't, within myself literally like the movie the groundhog day i was just thinking about that over there (laughs) we're like okay so like what do you like okay okay day two so you know i i love i love purple flowers too you know and i love it's like it's like you're reinventing yourself every time for every relationship Mm -hmm. whether it be a, a a a a a um romantic relationship or whether it be work relationships or whether it be meeting new friends you're reinventing yourself and imagine how many versions of you you hold on to that you 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 switch your mask up every time you come around these people oh oh okay all right. Oh, gotta be this for them. And I mean, even your parents, like, like you go back mm-hmm. home. Oh, gotta put this mask back on. And it's like after a while, it gets old, and you forget which mask you gotta yeah, wear yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You right. get around certain people, and you're like, oh, you're that's like, the wrong mask. Asking, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, you know, you're right. That's my and, work and so, mask. Uh, right, right, right. It gets old, and that's it's. You know, I I hope and pray no one has to go through what I went through. But when I woke up off life support and found out what happened, yeah, I mean, it was scary and just, but it was freeing and it didn't, I didn't get that feeling right then. Mm-hmm. But over time I was like, damn, like God gave me a second chance. A lot of people don't get that second chance if they're on life support and ended up how I did. Mm-hmm. But now I can have those real relationships, work on those real relationships, those old mask have died with my old self, but that didn't happen right then. It's taken time and it's going to take time. Yeah. It's never going to, you know, be perfected. As you said, it's progress. Well, 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 when it comes to identity, when, when dealing, dealing with your authentic self, it's a lot easier than dealing with a, I can't say for sure. It's a lot easier than dealing with your hurt, but being, being your real self, even if that means I got to cut out the people who need mm-hmm. me to be my old self, but being who you are, your authentic your authentic version of you, your true version of you. It's, it's easy because it just, it just says, okay, all right, how about this? All the mass, I'm done. I'm done playing those things. I need to get back to who I really am. What do I really like? What mm-hmm. do I really want? It starts with loving me, providing myself that love that I'm expecting from everybody else. I, I wanted love from you. I, I, I would be anybody so that I could receive that love from you. But why couldn't I love myself for who I really am and if you like that version, if you love this version of me, great. But I'm not going to change this version of me just because 
it's it's too much for you to stomach mm. or 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 it's I'm not bright enough for you or I'm not happy enough on these days. Like 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 I'm going to be my authentic self and the people that are supposed to be around me being me will start to to, to, uh, to come around. You're going to attract those I'll, people. I'll attract the people that are supposed to be in this circle. Because you attract, I'll, you know, like what you eat is what you become, what you do, what you say. And more importantly, think about it. God will start to bring the right community around you. Think about how we met. Like God will start to connect you with the community you're supposed to be around. I would never have met you if I would. would, (laughs) Think about it. I would have never met you if I hadn't started a podcast. I would have never met you if I hadn't started to do my own healing work. I wouldn't have started a podcast, which in turn, I wouldn't have had Mark Whitaker on there, which in turn, he wouldn't have been able to say, I know a guy named Chad. So just think about it. There are so Mm -hmm. many connections that are meant to happen. nothing's a coincidence. Nothing is. But 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 those things won't happen if you won't step out in that uncomfortable or discomfort of change, mm-hmm. of growth, of getting back to who you really are. It it takes steps. And yeah, they don't have to be running steps. Some days it may take one step. I took one step, but that's progress. So so get out of the mindset of perfection. Get into the mindset of progress. I'm mm-hmm. going to take I'm going to make progress today by taking one step. I'm going to deal with this. I'm going to look at this. I'm going to start to as uh, you know, I, I recently had a good friend um, on my podcast named Jordan, and he was he's a he's a, a, a mental wholeness or mental mental wellness coach. And he talked about different tools that you can use to start to make steps in your life, uh, creating a morning routine that will allow you to continue to to get back to you by by doing things that pour back into you loving on you and and sometimes what that looks like especially for men who are like so confused on wait wait a minute how, how do we love how do we love ourselves like i've i've always been taught that love comes from somebody else how, how do i love myself loving yourself may look like hey you know i'm i'm going to go and i'm going to I'm going to take myself, I'm going to give myself permission to go do this. Mm -hmm. Something that I haven't given myself permission because life is so busy. I'm going to give myself permission to just, just take a break. I'm going to rest. That shows love to yourself. Therapeutic. That's therapeutic. Right, 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 right. Therapy and therapeutic are different, but people get misconstrued as you. Right. But but a lot of people have to, they, they have to take that time to love themselves. They have to take that time to give themselves the love they're looking for from everybody else, because it's in doing that, that you realize fate. And more importantly, I tell people, I didn't understand love until I understood how God loved me. I Mm. saw how much he loved me through the, through the, through all that I had done. Like, 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 it's almost like, God, I, do you, do you realize the stuff I've done Mm -hmm. and you still love me in that? You still love me through all of that. You know all of I've, all, everything I've done, and you still love me. And that's 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 man, that's that's hard to put into words. Just like yeah, like how 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 do you love me through everything you've seen firsthand? And so in realizing that, it helped me learn to love myself the way he loved me. Then it allowed me to love others the way he loves me. Because a lot of times our love is based on conditions. Society has created this space of if you feel the love, if you feel like they love you, if you feel like you love them, then 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 it's love. But it's bigger than feelings, because even if you don't feel it, it takes me nothing to tell a person I love you. I appreciate you I'm thinking about you. How can I help you today? How can I serve you today? And I don't want anything in return. This is not a transactional love. That's what our society has become. Yeah. 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 Sad. Well, it's 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 
it's been taught. Imagine everything in our life we've seen, whether it be through movies, whether it be through social media, whether it be just we have been programmed to see society and love from a standpoint of like it's it's very transactional. If if I'm feeling it today, if they make me feel a certain way, then 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 the love is like, ah, uh, but when it when I'm not feeling it, it's like, oh, my goodness. OK, maybe it's time to scrap this and try again. Like and it's like so we're just so quick to throw it away because it doesn't feel right to us instead of realizing that that love should be freely given like 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 um, it, it, i look at it from the standpoint of god you loved me even in spite of everything you mm -hmm. saw so how can i love others even in spite of what they may have done even in spite of what they're doing how can i continue to love others and and that was just that's if, if, if I desire to, to, to be like the person who, who gave me my life back and pivoted me into a, into a new space of who he saw me to be, then it requires me to look at things from the way he looks at them. Love the way he, 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 he loves people, uh, uh, approach and connect with people. Even if I'm, even if it's different, even if we don't have, we don't agree with certain things that doesn't change my love for you. You know, um, um it's that unconditional love. It is. It is. It is. And more importantly, I want to share with you where where my love came from, you know, and that's not to 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 take you away from what you think. It's just a matter of like, well, you know, sometimes people are like, but how can you be like this? How can you get I, I give it? I, I, I got to give God the glory for all of it. I got to. I can't step on any stage, any platform without giving him the glory for everything he's done in my life and what he's walked me out of, what he's picked me up from, you know, because I realized that a year ago to uh, 2021, I didn't want to be here anymore. And and he gave me a life of purpose now. Mm -hmm. And so, like, when it comes to mental health, when it comes to, you know, I, I noticed my, my shirt, I wore a shirt today that says God and therapy, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because <laughs> it, says, it, says, it says a lot. Yep. But, 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 but I'm what, laughing because it's, I it's, mean, it's, it's my life. That's, that's my life. That's, mine too. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I realize he's that, giving me a second chance, just like he's giving you a second chance. Not everyone's second chance looks the same because every story is different. Right. But he gives you that second chance. Right. And sometimes you don't adhere to that second chance. But he, but he gives you that second chance, though. And, 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 he, and his plan is to walk with you through the things that you didn't want to walk with, recognizing that, hey, look, like you say, like you say to your guests, you're not alone. You're not. We all are going through struggles just like you. Um, we are all experiencing things. But more importantly, even when you feel like you're alone, even when you don't have a community around you, know that he's always there with you. And he wants to see you get through it. He's not just like, oh, well, you know, hey, look, you're on your own. I picked you up, brushed you off. No, he's there. It's just a mm -hmm. matter of you wanting that relationship. You know, do you want that relationship with him? Because understand, he wants to walk with you through that stuff. He wants to see you through that stuff. He wants to help you deal with that stuff. I, I, I can't sit here and act like I just went to therapy and I figured it all out. You know, I, honestly, I went to therapy. And as I sat there trying to puzzle and trying to fumble around with what happened and where it started and everything. I love how God sat there and was like, get ready. And literally dropped it right into my head, Buckle downloaded up. it right into my <laughs> head to the point where I remember sitting there and I was like, hold up. And I pulled my phone out and I just started writing everything that was coming to me because I thought that it wouldn't stay. But literally I can still remember the stuff. And I, I understand why he gave me that because mm -hmm. he needed me to deal with the hurt. 
that had been there that I just had dug so deep and buried off somewhere and didn't put an X that there way and, been and didn't make a map. And I just, I don't ever want to, I don't ever want to look at that again. It was like, he was like, here you go. I'm, I, 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 I dug it up for you. I, I'm sitting here beside you. And now I want you to look at that and I want you to deal with that. And not all of it at one time. I'm going to give you pieces of it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to use certain people to trigger you because everybody's so scared of triggers. You know, mm -hmm. triggers are your, the best teacher you could ever get. People who come around and trigger you, they're the best teacher you could ever have <laughs> because they, you know, where you could be like, whoa, I'm not coming around you anymore, man. You trigger me with, with these thoughts and stuff. Listen to me. Those triggers keep popping up because they're, they're, it's a moment for you to, to finally stop and say, all right. Or you're going to keep having those triggers. In the same trigger over and over. And every time that person comes around, they're going to trigger you because they don't know that it's a trigger of yours. Correct. They just keep, they, they're, they're, they're them and they're saying what, 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 whatever they're saying. And it's just like, oh man, it gives me flashbacks. But yeah. It's like, maybe it's time to stop making that a flashback and go ahead and deal with that. So it doesn't have to keep flashing. And then when you deal with that trigger, that emotion, that, that person that came around triggered you. Once you realize what that trigger is and you're able to work through that, then you can set boundaries because boundaries are something people don't want to do. They're, oh, I might offend that person or you name it, whatever. But you can have healthy boundaries. Like I've said before, my sister, I did thought she didn't love me. But no, she was setting healthy boundaries to protect herself because of what I was doing and who I had become in fear for her. She didn't want me to hurt her. And so she had to remove herself and love me from afar but but you have to understand even in you saying you didn't know if she loved you the thing is is that's another form of self-love mm -hmm. her boundaries was it was her letting her know that i love you she loved and so when in in loving him but loving me as well i have to put this boundary in place in yep. order to not be hurt along with him we we both can't sink. Correct. One of us one of us has to stay afloat mm -hmm. one of us i can't hold you up or pull pull, pull you up if I'm floating in what's damaging you right Correct. now. So a boundary is just another way of saying, I love you. I'm talking to yourself. I love you. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to put these boundaries in place, even though people may be uncomfortable with them, even though they may not like me for the boundaries I put in place. I like me and I'm going to show me that I love me by putting this healthy boundary in place to say, I can't allow you to continue to do that. I can't allow you to continue to drag me down. Correct. And if you do, I'm going to have to, to love you from afar. Yeah. And, and now that I'm healthy, she's my, you know, she loved me the most to do that. Right. And, um, now we have an amazing relationship, but until you know what your triggers are and are able to work through why you were triggered, then you can set that boundary to protect yourself from those triggers. Or when that trigger comes around, you right. know how to deal with it. Right. Right. Yeah. But people, like you said, they get offended or I don't want to hurt this person or whatever. And right. Boundaries are good. <laughs> yeah. No, they, 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 they are important. They are important <laughs> to your, to your success in a lot yep. of areas. They are, they are, they are, once again, it's another way of you showing yourself love. If you're looking for ways to, to how do I love myself, put boundaries in mm -hmm. place, healthy boundaries. And another thing that people might forget, you're going to be with yourself all the time, you know, and you got to learn how to love yourself. Like me and you have talked about, we used to not love ourselves, mm -hmm. but we've had to learn how to love ourselves. And once you learn how to love yourself, it becomes easier to love others. Yes. 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 Because think about it. You can't you can't love anyone else if you don't love. 
yourself. It starts with you. You can't give what you don't have. Mm-hmm. You you can give as much as you do have. And a lot of people, because of their lack of love or self love or, or love for themselves, it they're giving they're giving the same love they have for themselves. And if people could actually see a gauge of how much a person loves themselves, some people would probably stop you and be like, "Whoa, hold on. You know what? You don't look like you love yourself enough to love me. So I'm gonna stop you right there." And I'm going to let you maybe you should focus on you before you come over here and try to love me or or accept love from me, because you don't have much to give me Mm -hmm. when you don't love yourself. Because if you don't love yourself and you're trying to give love to someone else, like I said, in past relationships, I became codependent. It builds resentment. And then you're bringing that person down because you don't have enough love to give and there's a lot of conflict yeah you're li- you're literally sinking their ship in, in in your in your idea of what you're sucking them of in order to to, to fill your cup up that that has a hole in it mm-hmm. because because your lack of love for yourself you're literally walking around with a cup with a hole in the bottom and, and, and as they pour into you it's never enough because you're not you're not obtaining you're not retaining that love because you're empty you're in you you don't know how to truly accept it and so that's why you constantly need them you constantly need and that like you said that's where codependency comes from that 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 desire to feel fulfilled and happy based on what they're providing what they're bringing to it if they don't bring that to it anymore it's like oh well you know what you don't love me anymore let me next and and that's that's and that's, that's false. one of my stories yeah i mean like that's that's a part of my story and that you know I, my drug of choice has 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 always been women and i've run to women to to in a manner of speaking complete me you know in a manner of speaking make me feel whole make me feel appreciated uh, uh validate me um um create this false sense of like like I'm worthy because I I didn't feel worthy. I didn't feel I didn't feel like I was worthy of love. I because of my lack of affection growing up, I I, I didn't feel worthy of anybody else's. But it, it didn't stop me from wanting it, wanting to feel as though okay, well maybe the next person has the key to 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 filling me up. Maybe the next person, maybe the next thing has it. And you know, it went from women to to materialistic things, and then just a a juggle of both and. And 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 then you start to think, OK, well, let me change it up. Like I said, you continue to try to tweak things and OK, well, maybe it's marriage I need. And, and you get married and, and, and you realize you're still broken. Everything's still there. It's still the same. You're just throwing different things at it, hoping to 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 to, to calm the hurt, calm the pain when when in actuality. Nothing you do, nothing you bring into your life or into your circle is going to fix what you have to go and fix on your own. Mm hmm. And that's where your shirt God and therapy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, 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 you know, understand this. I will say God is God. A lot of people, you know, growing up, it was always, you know, hey, you just need to pray more. You just need to go to God and, you know, he's going to take care of it all. And and, you know, I would say that God plays a big role in everything we do. He's the creator of us. He has he he holds the, the answer to what is my purpose. But of course, God expects us to get out here and work through the pain or, or imagine if God just stripped us of our pain, of our hurt. Imagine if we just woke up one morning and everything that we've been holding on to was gone. First of all, we would probably still be in an identity crisis without the pain, but we would be stuck in a story trying to figure out what happens to the pain that's tied to all the patterns that I have now. I still got these patterns, but the pain's gone. He, 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 
But no, God has a reason for allowing us to go to therapy or go and sit with ourselves so that we can ourselves disconnect from the from the from the the patterns and the identity crisis that we had when we initially moved on from who I was when I was a young kid being Robbie to to then putting Rob in place. When 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 I when I changed my identity and I was like, yeah, I'm never going to be hurt again or I'm never going to feel this again. And, and, you know, I'm going to I'm going to start walking in this new identity. And I walked in that identity for for years, years, uh, almost two plus decades until I realized that I was held captive to who I had put in place. And, and that that really wasn't who I wanted to be. It was mm-hmm. who I had put in place because I felt protected by him. And and the whole time. That that protection factor created all these weird patterns of of infidelity and 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 not being a great father due to me mirroring what I had always experienced, even though I knew I wanted to be more of a father than I had experienced. But not knowing how healthy or how unhealthy fatherhood was, even just being there as a dad doesn't make you a dad. Correct. Just 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 being there doesn't make you a dad. I know it makes some people more of a dad than their dad was if he wasn't there at all. But just being there doesn't make you a dad. It's what you pour into your kids. But when your cup is empty because you you have a holy cup, everything pours out of your cup, then all, the best you can give your kids is the hurt that you've been carrying. And it shows up in certain ways, even though you try your best to love on them. It it shows up in in areas of 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 I don't even feel worthy to be your dad or I'm not enough. So I don't know how to tell you to be enough. And and so. It's in my own healing journey now that I've able to turn around and be the father that my kids needed and not the one they had before. You know, I did the best I could. I did. I did the best I could based on what I had always experienced, but it wasn't what they needed. It wasn't what I received as a kid. So as I tell people, that generational curse stopped with me. I had Mm -hmm. to kill. I had to break those chains on what I had experienced so that my kids wouldn't have to continue to carry that. You got some amazing kids. I met them. I appreciate um, that. that night i was over uh recording with you yeah uh, they're awesome yeah they're awesome. there are uh, <laughs> and your son helps you with your podcast so just talk yeah. a little bit about your podcast and um well i didn't you know i'm, I'm gonna be honest i didn't come over here to talk about my podcast I know, but i'm here I on your podcast but no no, no. Yo, so so yeah I, 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 I will share a little bit about it so basically my podcast was birthed from 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 an assignment god put me on and and i knew i had a story as I started to deal with my own hurt and trauma, and I knew I was called and called into men's lives because, you know, I, I realized that my story really resonated with a lot of men and the struggle and the hurt that we carry and the lack of being seen or feeling as though our story is important. You know, not being heard, not feeling like, you know, in, in not being heard, we hold our, our emotions and our, and, our, and our feelings to ourselves. We bottle them up. And, and, and a lot of that is because that's what we've always seen. We, we, we haven't seen enough men showcase emotion. Um, and so we're mirroring what we've always seen. And so my, my podcast was birthed out of, you know, one morning, literally walking out of my room and God was like, you're going to start a podcast. And I was like, God, okay. So first of all, maybe I should let you know, I've never even listened to a podcast. I, I don't, I, there's a, this other little small thing of, I don't like my voice especially on recordings, because when I play it back, I'm always like, that's not me. That's not how I sound because I'm insecure about my voice. I think but everybody I realize, is. <laughs> yeah, but, but you know what? It, 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 a lot of people will tell you growing up here in Charlotte, most people that know me, they will tell you, I, I, I did not fit in in Charlotte. Maybe my voice was born in some other state 
and it was packaged and sent to me at birth. And it was like, okay, where's this kid from? <laughs> Have y'all heard him? And I mean, literally, I, I was picked on all my life about my voice. So my biggest insecurity was one that God had a plan for a long time ago when I was born. I just didn't realize it. So I ran from it. And so literally he he told me, he said, you know, hey, look, you're going to start a podcast. <laughs> OK, well, God, I'm here to do whatever you call me to do, because we're on this walk together. Then he was like, you're going to start it with your son. And I was like, now, see, now that's where you lost me, because, see, <laughs> I know him and he's he, I sure hope you're sharing this with him right now. But it's funny how I tell people visions, they come from God, but they don't he doesn't share it with everybody. He just <laughs> he just knows that I need you to carry it out and I need you to trust me and know that in, in trusting me, I'm going to work everything out in the, behind the scenes. But I just need you to trust me. And it may not look the way you think it's going to look. Matter of fact, it's normally not going to look the way you think it's going to look, but it's going to look exactly how I want it to look. So mm -hmm. don't worry about what society tells you it's supposed to look like. Don't worry about what society tells you your life supposed to look like when it comes to your own healing journey or, or, or the or the. There are steps you're taking when it comes to your own growth and your own, you know, getting through whatever hurdles you're trying to get through right now. But I will tell you that if you lean into God and understand that he's got you, he's got you covered, he's going to carry you through this, then 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 it's it's going to look exactly how he wants it to look. Because at the end, the story, the testimony that's going to come out of it is going to be exactly what speaks into the next person that he's going to put you in front of. So just lean in and know that what he has for you is going to be grand. What he has for you, the way it's going to look, it's going to be it's going to blow you away. But of course, from where you're sitting, maybe right now, it's like, yeah, but this doesn't look good. This is not where I want to be. This is not how I want it to look. And so, yeah, like like he birthed the podcast through me to reach men and women because i literally i i i just looked at the 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 um the 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 statistics of my show and i realized it's almost 50-50 of of gender women and men and i thought that you know only men will probably listen to this but no everybody's listening because whether you know whether it's a man story because they're all men's stories the stories even though they may touch another man or may give another man hope and inspire him it also allows women to not only better understand how men think, but realize, wait a minute, our struggles aren't that far apart. They're not that far different. You, you, you replace a couple things, maybe the way the struggle looks, but it's all the same. And so as we walk through life, it gives men that space, that safe space that I understand is so important for men to be able to be seen, to be heard and, 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 and walk through their own story because it's in being able to talk about it. It's in being able to get it out and express what you're going through. Talk about it, even though it may produce like an embarrassment or shame. Understand and in your shame, in your story, it's power not only to heal you, but heal others who listen. And so that's that's what my podcast is all about. It's 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 to create a space for men to heal, not only whether they're talking or whether they're just sitting back listening to the story, realizing that it's not just customary, go through life, suck it up, and just push it down. No, like, like, listen to me. That's not your life. That's not how your life's supposed to look. So it's when you start to talk about it. It's when you find a community, whether it be a, a, a community that creates a safe space, whether it be a therapist, whether it be um, whether it be you sitting in your room talking to God about it. You, you need to talk about it. You need to get it out. You mm -hmm. need to you need to dig in and, and, and feel how it makes you feel. And if that makes you cry. Brother, cry, cry about it yep. because it, it's 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 in the tears that we've held back for years 
that that's keeping us so hard and so broken and 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 you know living but not living you know just just you know walking through life ready to just be buried but we're just walking walking into our body quits you know um i would truly say god doesn't want us to sit here and cope through life and i know some people that's a step of like okay look i found something to help me cope through this but understand there comes a time when he wants deal with that give it to him so that you don't have to cope anymore and you can live life without carrying that and that's what I want for everybody. And so I, 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 I truly want to create that space for people to be able to hear others, testimonies, stories and conversations to realize that, wow, as you say here, you're not alone. You're not alone. We're, 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 we're all in a community together, which is why both of our communities are great, great ministries to allow people to see past what they feel stuck in. Amen. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's good. And it's needed. Yes. Oh man. It's, it's needed. needed so much. And I mean, it's come a long ways, but there's still so much more that needs to be done with mental health and just breaking that stigma of, as you said, men, and we got to be tough. We can't cry. You can't go to therapy, but that's not a way to live. Right. You know, right. you're living, but you're not living as you said. You know, let me throw this idea out there before we close, because I, I, I know I know we've, we've been sitting here for a while. Now. <laughs> um, I was talking with a friend about mental health and directly, you know, uh, 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 um, pinpointing men's mental health. And I was giving him an analogy and, and, and speaking about how we see a lot of that happen. Out mm-hmm. I don't like to watch the news, but I, I overheard it where, you know, somebody went somewhere and took a lot of ice and then took his life mm, yep and <clears throat> that hurts to hear it does and it hurts not not only for the families who have lost a loved one at at, at the at the hands of somebody else's hurt, but it hurts that that person felt that that was the only thing they could do to the hurt and pain they were experiencing and so not only did they they harm themselves but they went and they harmed others and that's how hurt works a lot of times yep. it, it it's it 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 runs faster than any disease or any type of cough, cold, uh, uh, COVID, you know, it hurt touches people in ways that, that they don't get to come back and say, Oh, well, you know, yeah, I, I got over the cold. No, it sometimes takes people away from this earth who, who have left way too soon and left other people in that family now hurt and experiencing the hurt that, that literally transposed from that person that, that didn't feel there was any other way into now the family that has to carry that hurt. Mm. And so I would say that, you know, as men notice that, and I'm sure we could look back and find uh, accounts of, of women doing this, but I noticed that men, we, we, our hurt shows up in a lot of our actions. Yep in different situations where we hear about mass killings, we hear about situations where men are taking their lives. And I pray that men can find a space to put their hurt into words and to, instead of actions, instead of actions that continue to carry on the hurt that they're feeling. And, and, and it ricochets through other people's lives. It hurts people that they don't know that they've never even come in contact with. I pray today that men find a space to sit down and express their hurt and their pain with somebody, with somebody. I don't care if it's a stranger that doesn't want to hear you 
but would least that has the capacity to allow you just to vent if that's how it looks to express how you're feeling before you do something that that could hurt you could hurt your family that could hurt somebody else's family i pray that we find a space that god creates a space for men to be what he called us to be and 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 deal with the hurt that so many men feel like we just have to keep to ourselves because that's that's not where it's at brother it's it's not in keeping it to yourself because the way it shows up is in actions and not in your voice and expressing what you're going so you know even if that means that you just you know you want to reach out to me through my social media through my email just because you need somebody just to voice it look that could turn into to an onslaught of of messages but I, I i would i would much rather you reach out to me than allow your your hurt and your pain to show up in 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 in, in a space of hurting others and hurting yourself through actions so I just pray that I can create a space. I can continue to create a space for men to 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 not show up the way we've been showing up mm. in this world and, and showcasing our hurt in a way to where people don't even look at it from a standpoint of I know he was hurt, but more so look, look what he did. Look how he caused hurt to everybody. Shame on him. But nobody has the empathy in that case after that's happened to say, what happened? What got him? What, there? what got him there? What did he not talk about? What did we miss? How, you know, like, 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 what was it that we didn't ask him? Did we not really sit with him to say, hey, look, how are you really doing? What's really going on in your life? You know, you know, what, what's, what's been bothering you? I noticed there's been a change in your, in your mood, in your attitude, how you approach work, you know, and I, I just, you know, I, I, I have the space and the time. And if you, if you trust me, you know, I would hope that you could share with me, but if you don't trust me, hey, look, maybe we can find somebody that you will trust to mm -hmm. talk to. You know, um, um, and 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 not looking at it as a, as a burden of of yeah, but I don't have the time because I I don't have the time, but I'll make the time. And that's something you've always said to me since I've known you. Yeah, I'll make the time. I, I'm I got the time, or I'll make the time. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm intentional about that. I, you've I mean always that. said that since day one and when I met you. Yeah. And but, I've even called you before when I was struggling with something. Yeah, because I, that. I knew you could relate at least on some matter and but more importantly i'm not gonna sit there and like you know shame on you man correct. like how would you why would you do that like no like 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 understand the worst thing that ever person could ever feel when they're going through something is shame from another person because they already but, have that shame yeah, from themselves yeah because we're our worst own enemy critic yeah definitely so 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 people need that people need that space to to just say hey look i, I need to unpack this even if it's just this one thing even if this more, more more recent thing, this thing that that I'm carrying that that you know I'm not even gonna go all the way back in my bag. I'm just gonna deal with this one thing currently that has me in a space where I feel like giving up and and and, and I feel like making a scene or I feel like showcasing my hurt to the world. Yep. And 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 I, like I said, there, there's people out here who 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 would gladly sit with you through that, and they may not even know you, but they don't. That 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 makes it even better mm -hmm. because now you don't have to feel like you know the worst thing in the world is to have to, some people, because of your guilt and shame, you don't want to showcase it to the people in your own circle. So maybe you need to step outside of your circle to find that. And that's where that a release. therapist, you know, for me, the I've found, and now he's someone that I consider, I mean, he's helped me become who I am today, but I didn't know him from Adam when I first started. And that was a place where I could start to unpack and deal with that baggage I had. And he was there to guide me because 
Right. Right. God allowed me to unpack that and resolve my issues and work through it. But he was there to guide me. Right. He didn't that my therapist, Dr. Dodd did not fix everything. He was there to facilitate and help. Oh yeah. Me. Yeah. He's well, see, that's just it. A lot of people have the mistaken, the, the, the thought that therapists would just fix it for you. No therapists kind of just walk alongside you and they tell you, okay, look, turn right. Yep. Okay. What about turning left? Okay. Well, here, look, let's, de- let's dig into that. Let's, let's stop here for a second. Let's, let's, let's take a pit stop here. Let's, 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 let's unpack into this. That. Yep. Yeah, yeah. 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 They guide you along the way. And a lot of times we need a guide because mm-hmm. it, it, when you look in your own back, you're like, I don't even know where to start. So that's the perfect <laughs> space for a therapist to say, okay, look, let's start here then. Mm-hmm. Let's okay. And, and, and let's take it easy. Let's let, look, we don't have to, this is not a bag. We're going to all unpack in one night. Let, let's, let's, let's focus on this piece. And then we can maybe at a later time go to this piece right here. But but they guide you. They're 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 they're, they're the the right therapist will guide you instead of trying to provide advice. Because Correct. a therapist shouldn't necessarily provide advice. They should just kind of help you sit there to where you're like, I need that, and they're just sitting there smiling like. Because they already know what you need to do, but they're waiting for you to get there to where you realize it. Yeah, and and, and sometimes they maybe they don't. They're they're just, yeah. just shocked and they're sitting there like, I think you got something. Yeah, no, yeah. Because Dr. Don for me, I mean, he's many a times he's like, there you go, you see it now. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's like, I've been waiting for you to realize this. Right. And like, and that's and now I'm able to look back at my past and see family and close friends and others who have wanted what I have now. But right. It took me to get there by myself and, you know, God to slap me in the face right, and right. be like, wake up, you know. But but you know what, though? A lot of times, you know, even the thought of finding a therapist is a little overwhelming. For oh, I fired a so, bunch. But, but, but like like I said, like even just the idea of like even trying to find one. So, yep. so you know what? I, I, I would even tell a person, OK, look, even if you're just at the point of you're, you're at the end of your road. And you just need to talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. I would tell you to pick up the phone and call 988. Yep. And that's just the suicide, you know, suicide national suicide hotline. And what that does is that doesn't that doesn't what, what a lot of people assume is that well, that, that also calls the police and that that creates a, a, a big, a big scene. No, no, no. It doesn't do any of that. Nope. It, it's literally people that you can talk to that that they can help deescalate what's going on in your mind. They can help you come down off that ladder. They can help you come down off that roof. They can help you come down off the thoughts and what you plan on doing. They can help you just kind of walk through things. And no, they're not they're not necessarily going to be your therapist. They're not. You you can't call 988 every week and be like, hey, can I talk to Chad? But like (laughs) like like but you can call them just to kind of get back into a space where you're like, okay. We at least de-escalated that fire. Now, what are the next steps for you? Yep. What do you plan to do next? You know, let's let's maybe find you somebody that you can talk to on the regular. Let's let's work on, you know, you know, finding somebody that can help you kind of unpack what got you here. So, no, it, it's extremely important. I mean, like it, it's it's a life changer, which mm-hmm. is why, you know, it, understand you you got to do something. And I don't want you to take the wrong approach because understand I, we've both been there. I, I've definitely been there where. I felt like there was only one choice mm-hmm. and it was to go ahead and just leave here. Yep. I had and, that and, four times. And, 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 and so many people can speak and say, Oh yeah, well, how could you get there? Why would you, man, listen, until you've been there, understand it, it, it's, it's hard for people who haven't been there because it was hard for me to ever back then when I was younger to think like, why would a person do that? No. So you'd have to get there to understand mm-hmm what's happening in that person's mind what are the thoughts they're experiencing and what's being slammed on them right mm-hmm. now to where they feel like this is the only option that is the only option because before i was like that person's selfish 
I've heard that before. And that's not. Why would they all. do that? Why would Cr- they leave their pam- family with that hurt? Why would they leave their fit kids with that hurt? I can promise you in the midst of the of the of the of the storm that's going on in your mind, you're not thinking logically nope. like everybody else is thinking or wanting you to think. Yep. You're, no. you're in a storm to where you see the only way out is to go ahead and just end the storm. And for me, I thought, well, if I off myself, that's going to resolve a lot of problems that I've been putting on others. You know, that that dark mm. thinking, well, mm. yeah. I'm, a, I'm a burden on everyone else. So yeah, I can see that therefore, too. Yeah. I feel this way. It'll take me out of my pain, but then it'll also I won't be a burden on those people who, you know, right. want what's best for me, where as I saw it, they're just nagging me to become this person when all they wanted what was best for me. But in my head, you, you don't see it that way. And like you said, if you've never been there, it, it you can't imagine that. And I don't want you to ever have to imagine That's that so because true. it is it's I mean, it's it's a living hell. I mean, that's one way. That's the only way to describe it. I, you know. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. That's, um, yeah. And I saw something, um, that I want to pull up and read real quick. Um, before we end, um, I'm going to, so it was someone posted this, um, and it's been circulating, but it was a text message, just a screenshot, and um, I saw it on Instagram, and I'm going to just read um, this. It's on the rabbit hole uh, Instagram, but suicidal people shouldn't be told the main reason they shouldn't kill themselves is because of how it might affect others. Suicidal people deserve love, help, and support, not guilt trips. Suicidal People deserve to feel like their life is worth living for their own sake. Cause a lot of people will be like, well, if you do that, it's going to affect everybody else. But as we just said, you're not thinking that a lot of times what, what we need to hear is that you still have a lot to add. Your love starting with, I love you. And, and I, I, I need to understand that, that, that forget everybody else and what they may miss, but, 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 what I missed and what you won't bring to this world if you're gone is a lot because what's built into your purpose and your plan and God's plan for you is a lot more than you can foresee through the smoke, through all the clouds, through all the darkness that you're experiencing right now. So as I tell people, don't forfeit what God has planned for you just because of a momentary emotion and storm that you're going through that's telling you just to end it all. Because mm-hmm. if we both would have gone through what we wanted to do we wouldn't be sitting here having this conversation who knows who this conversation will touch and maybe even save a life but we wouldn't have been able to do that if we weren't here because of a decision we made that we could never undo yeah no true and that's it's hard to fathom even because we're both in different places where from where we were then but we wouldn't be here to even have that thought this conversation to even have met Mark Whitaker to have him on both our shows for him to connect us to yeah. who knows who this will touch. Yeah. And no, both our right. podcast, you know, you're right. You're right. But you're right. It, but we would have never seen this long time ago and we were going through our own struggles. If someone like you said, you know, a year, two years, you're going to be on a I'd podcast do- called the rabbit hole show. Sure. I am talking about what I, yep. I sure I am. <laughs> 
No way. Insane for me on your show and both of us having our own podcast, you know, right, right. dealing with mental health and, you know, me, I, I don't love school, never have, but I'm almost finished with my application to UNC Charlotte for grad school for social work and counseling. Someone would have said that out have laughed at them and been like, okay. Right, <laughs> right. Know? I, 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 I will say this, man. God can take what we think is completely broken and turn it around to something. That's, and, and, and to give you an, an idea or a, a picture of that, you know, the same room that I used to go and isolate in, the same room that I used to go in and, and pretend to be working or it was my home office, the same room that I used to go and, and hide myself away to watch porn and different things in. Now God has used that same room to bless a lot of others by by allowing me to create a studio in that room to create podcast episodes that are touching a lot of people. Amen. More importantly, it's blessed my life so much. So I tell people what you think is broken, what you think is done with, what you think has just been finished. And like God can do nothing with this story now. Like look how far out and how dirty and how messed up this picture looks. You have no idea how he can take that picture and turn it around into something that's so beautiful. It'll blow your mind and you couldn't imagine it if he, if I even told you. But it's in walking in faith. And faith is the biggest thing that can cancel out your faith is what you can't see. It's not fear, it's sight. And, and, and not seeing what God has planned for things can make you say, oh, there's no way. But understand, if you surrender it to him, if you surrender your picture and your your story to him, I can tell you that he will turn your story around to something that that I wouldn't be able to to, to fathom. You wouldn't be able to fathom he's going to do in your life. Just like me and my brother here couldn't fathom that this is where we would be one day. But he has taken what what we thought was trash. He's taken what we thought was broken and turned it into something that's beautiful, that, that now blesses so many other people that inspire so many other people. And I'm, I'm like I told you, it is like I tell you all the time, man, I'm proud of you, man. I'm proud of what you continue to do. I tell you, keep going, bro, because they need this. They need to hear these stories. They need to be inspired to see your growth as you continue to do what God called you to do. And, and it's in your, your regular, your, your regular podcast episodes, them continuously seeing you showing up it shows them that, you know, what at one time might have been broken, what at one time there's pictures to showcase how things fell apart. It can be put back together in a way that 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 people won't even recognize you anymore to say, wow, I I would have never imagined, bro. Like I never would have imagined he could do something with that with that story. But look at what he's done. So imagine what he could do in my story. Amen. Yeah. You know, because he calls the ones that are least likely, you know, Going back in like Moses, stutter, murder, you <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. that's the one that always pops in my head. And I know I've said that before on the podcast, but Moses did a lot. Man, <laughs> and, listen to you me. Know, like, we, could, we, we don't need to get through, into that. We could get but... into David. I mean, we could get into Jacob. We <laughs> mm-hmm. could get into, we. I mean, man, we could go through the story of Samson. I mean, there's so many men and so many women that God used in a way to where people would have, yeah, but she's a prostitute. Yeah. And look what he did with her life. Yeah, but she, you know, she, 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 she doesn't have anything. She's broke. She's broken. She doesn't have any money. But look what he did in her life. Mm-hmm. Look what he did in so many different men's lives. It, it, it's, it's a, it, it, he's been doing it. And and the same God that we, that we that we have we have read about and that we witness every time we read the Bible is the same God we have now. He's still in the business of transformation. He's still in the business of changing lives. Don't think that that was just the Bible times. 
Understand, he will do it in your life. We are perfect He's done it example. in our lives. I was about yep. to say, we are a perfect example of that. So, Ain't so, our guest. Yeah, so, listen, don't, don't, I tell people, man, don't throw away your story because, because it looks bad to you. Know that there's, there, there, there are opportunities, there are plans. He has some plans for you that you just, <laughs> listen to me, it's, it's, Can't he's going to blow you away what he can do with your life. And so I would definitely tell you, like, like coming from a, from a kid who at one time never wanted to have anything to do with God because of my own upbringing, I will tell you, it. I wish I hadn't run for so long. But you know, just like the prodigal son, when I finally came back thinking that God could at least just maybe use me to just do small things, God, I'll, 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 I'll take passing out pamphlets, if that's what you call me, realizing that God had a big picture for me and he was just waiting for me to come home. He could kill the fattest calf so he could, he could call all his friends over. So that he could he could put me on display to show how he can take somebody's life and transform it and show up. And I mean, <laughs> he left the ninety nine to find the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He and, did. I mean, he did every time. Yep. He'll come right after you. Amen. I mean, and that's yeah. I mean, yeah. I yeah, I can't. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I didn't think that was possible, but it is a hundred percent possible. Um. So before we wrap up, I ask every guest and you've given more than <laughs> enough advice, but at the end of the show, I just like to ask each guest, what advice do you have that has helped you that you would like to give to our listeners? Um, and you've given enough. Mm. So, I mean, well, you know, we listen to Ho- the episode. Hopefully I <laughs> haven't given advice. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm weird about giving advice, I know you are, but, <laughs> but um, I, I, I would say, or something you want to reiterate. Yeah, I was about to say what I would what I would what I would probably reiterate if I haven't is like I've given you everything tonight. But um, <laughs> but uh, I, I would say that, you know, understand, as, as I'm sure, you know, you hear Charles, say, you know, your story's not over. your story. Is, is, listen to me. You're just in a chapter of your life right now, whether it's it's a great chapter, whether it's a it's a stormy, dark chapter. No, it's your story's not over with. Um, Don't look at it as a because you still hold the pen and 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 in, and in understanding that God can rewrite chapters that look like they were just they were jacked up understanding that he still has a plan for your story I, I pray that that everybody that's listening I pray that you you truly truly sit down and see yourself the way God sees you I pray that everybody truly looks in internal all 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 the things that you may struggle with the way you see yourself and and realize that in God's eyes he doesn't see us the way we see ourselves so i guess if you could say it you're looking for advice i would say the advice i would give you is is get back to who you are by seeing yourself the way he sees and that may mean that you may have to have a conversation with him to help him hear give you a clear vision of how he sees you what he's called you into what he has prepared for you so that you can get away from the lens of how you're viewing your own self right now. That's that can be in so many areas, whether it be in your mental health, whether it be in just just the identity that you've currently been living. Um, understand that that he can transform everything that you're seeing, everything that you're experiencing, the lens that you're currently viewing your life from. He can allow you to see things from a completely different lens and and. Your story's not done yet. It's not done. I'm sure you hear Charles say that all the time. It's not done. I believe in you. I know it's I know it's gonna work its way out for you, but I need you to believe in yourself. 
I love you all. You couldn't have said it better. Yeah. Brother, thank you. Um, God's Glory and Men's Real Story. Go check out the podcast. It's not just for men, it's women too. You know, we can all yeah. learn from each other. Definitely. And, um, just thank you for coming on and just your vulnerability and just our conversation around mental health and, um, and it's, and, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, it, it starts having, it starts here by having conversations. Yeah. Um, and, um, it's just a blessing to know you and uh, call you a brother. So thank you. Yeah, no, I'm honored, man. I appreciate you inviting me over. Always. Well, thank you all for tuning in this week to um, the Rabbit Hole Show, episode 58 with my brother, uh, Robert Moore third. Um, so y'all go check out his podcast again, God's glory and men's real stories. And thank y'all love y'all uh, subscribe uh, and tune in to next week's episode, uh, share, uh, cause we all got stories. We all have struggles. And as you heard tonight, we're not alone. Somebody so, needs to hear this story. So share it with them. Yes, please. They um, need to hear these stories. Yep. And, um, that's the reason for both our podcasts, uh, to share stories, to help others. Cause we were once where you are and we want to be able to help you through our stories, our guest stories. And that's the purpose and just adhering to God's calling for us. Cause we had messy stories once, but, uh, just because our messy stories are over, doesn't mean our stories are over. And <laughs> <laughs> I say it's over, but you know, it's, yeah. it looks a lot better than it, it did before. <laughs> exactly. You know, struggles look different now. And as you said, we hold the pin to our stories and it's not over until we're called home. Yeah. So again, thank you. Thank y'all for tuning in. Love y'all. Thank y'all.